0: Hello everyone, this is Joshua Sharon, and I want to welcome you to a brand new podcast entitled The Josh Cast. On this podcast, I want to touch a few particular topics that are nudging at my heart. Information, faith, comedy, and encouragement. Information is liberating. Faith is trusting in God. Comedy is medicine. And encouragement is is hope. If you have all four in life, you can move forward in the right direction. On today's episode, I want to talk about Black is King. Black is king. It was Marcus Garvey who once said, "The black skin is not a badge of shame, but rather a glorious symbol of national greatness." When I think about this quote, I understand that when we look at how history has portrayed black people, our black our skin color, Our culture, it is always labeled in a negative context. But Marcus Garvey sees our black culture, our black skin, our lifestyle as a symbol of greatness. We understand that when society labels things as negative, others take that. And label it as negative as well. But as black people, as we appreciate our culture, our history, our drive to do great things. We understand that we are a people of not only survival, survival, but also arrival. We have arrived at this point where we must celebrate our culture and talk about black is... King. It was on April 4th, 1968. A very sad and horrific day. Located in Memphis, Tennessee was a motel by the name of the Lorraine Motel. It was a man who went outside on the balcony of this motel Who was fatally shot, and as he was shot on this day, he was rushed to St. Joseph Hospital and died at 7 p.m. in Memphis, Tennessee. This man was Dr. Martin Luther King. He was assassinated in Memphis, Tennessee, and after he was assassinated, all hell. Broke loose. Now, what was the hell that was broken loose? Well, there was something that was labeled by historians back in 1968 called the King Assassination Riots. This was a wave of civil disobedience that swept through the United States following the assassination of Martin Luther King. Many believe that it was. The greatest wave of social unrest the United States have experienced since the Civil War. Some of the biggest riots took place in Washington D.C., Baltimore, Maryland, Chicago, Kansas City, and here in the United States. The rioters were mostly black, black. Not all were poor. Middle class blacks were were demonstrating against the systemic inequality. Many people were calling it the race riots. When we look at Washington, Washington, along with Chicago and Baltimore, they had, it was over 110 cities that were going through the riots. When we look at Washington, D.C., there was a big, huge wave of. Fires and riots and all these different things that was happening. Destruction. There were thousands of jobs that were lost. There were destruction on businesses. There were insurance rates that were soared. There was fires that were breaking out. And then on April 5th, one day after the assassination, violence sparked on the west side of Chicago. Expanded through 28 blocks, going all the way to... West Madison Street all the way down to East Garfield Park. And even the mayor was imposing a curfew on the streets to saying that there was should be no more rioting. Then as Chicago was burning down and then there was the city of Baltimore, the city of Baltimore riots actually happened two days after the murder. And there was even federal troops that even Lyndon Johnson was trying to send over to there. And then there was other people trying to stop the Baltimore riots. And then not only did that happen, and then Kansas City was being burned down and tear gas was being dispersed through the streets. And then Detroit, the governor was trying to send a National Guard. And then the gangs were sending Objects thrown through cars and smashed windows on 12th Street of Detroit, and then here in New York City, riots erupted in New York night that King was even murdered. Uh, I remember I was having a conversation with my grandfather, uh, Bishop Frederick G. Sharon, and he is one of the first Black chiefs fire firefighters of, um, FDNY. And I was having a conversation with him and I was asking him about the race riots that were happening in 1968, the night that King died. He said to me that him, along with other firefighters that were fighting those fires in New York city, he said that whole entire week they put out the entire New York city FDNY put out over 10,000 fires, and i was just puzzled by a man by the name of dr. Luke, you know dr martin luther king who was a you know person of civil rights and fighting for you know nonviolence that people became so violent and wanted to burn cities down so we understand that dr king once said that riots is the voice of the unheard so how does someone speak to the riots after the killing of Dr. Martin Luther King? How does someone respond to it? How, what, is, what voice can we give? How can we lend a listening ear to what is really going on? So one of the things I am is a music historian. And I love old school music. So 50 years ago, James Brown, one of my favorite entertainers, the Godfather of Soul, released in a timeless and iconic song entitled, Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud. It was released in August, which is my birthday month, 1968, just four months after the assassination of Martin Luther King. Randall Kennedy, a Harvard law professor, said that he remembered when he first heard the song. He said the funk and soul-inspired hit was like nothing he ever heard before, especially at a time when Kennedy said about colorism or when people were looking for the lighter skin color that was prevalent in the black community. This Harvard Law professor said in the New York Times that it was a time because of James Brown's power looking for looking for black and pride. It was a powerful and challenging song. When we look at James Brown saying, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. He gave a anthem to show That black is beautiful. Black is not something that should be labeled as dark. Black should not be something that is labeled as bad. But it should be labeled as something beautiful. And you should be proud of your blackness. So, James Brown decided to make a song. Say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. 50 years ago. What was the real meaning behind Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud? It it was not saying that blacks were better. It was not saying that blacks are low. But it was showing that blacks should be proud of their color. It is a timeless song. It is a song that is political. It is a song that is bold. It is a song that is showing audacity, is showing power, It's saying that we are black and we are beautiful. So now, how do we convey this message of today? I believe that this message of being black and beautiful is still relevant to today. Now, 50 years later, we are in a very... Powerful Controversial And Interesting time right now We're in a place of transition Now we see 50 years later There is a woman That comes and steps up to the microphone And she doesn't say I'm black and I'm proud But she says black is king I'm going somewhere Now we have What I would call our next generation Michael Jackson by the name of Beyonce knows. Beyonce is a legend in her own right. She is someone who has stepped up to the plate and said black is king. We understand that 50 years ago, James Brown said, say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. But now 50 years later, we have someone who has stepped up with the mantle and said, black is king. Now, we understand that when we read about new musical things that are going on today. Now Beyoncé's latest project is a response to what is going on today. The new musical film debuted in January, I'm sorry, July 31st on Disney Plus, which is a companion to her album The Lion King: The Gift. Now, 4 years ago, Beyonce had a film album called Lemonade. And now four years later, here we are in the midst of the murder of George Floyd, who was murdered by a white cop and had his neck, his knee on his neck. We are here four years later now in the midst of Black Lives Matter and we're in the midst of a pandemic, in the midst of a racist president, in the midst of all of these things happening now. We're here talking about black is king. What the world needs now is love, they need understanding, and they need to understand the power of black people. When we look at black is king, that does not mean just black men. But what we're realizing is that black is understanding that there is a crown of royalty that should be placed on the heads of black people. What I love about when I was watching the film Black is King, I love how I was able to see all of the beautiful black people that were dancing ...on this visual album. I loved how I was able to see positive black messages on this television. Because we live in a time where now we have media bias. Where now we have black men who are seen in a negative light. We have black women who are seen in a negative light. But here we have in this visual album Black is King. Beyoncé is showing a positive viewpoint a positive visual of black people. So where does she go to show this positive message of black people? She goes to the motherland Africa. She decides to make a visual in Our homeland, she decides to take the spirit of Marcus Garvey, the spirit of Malcolm X and the spirit of James Brown and blend it all together and put it on display. She decides to take the chocolate of our beautiful history and put it on a stream for everyone to see and they can say black is king. Is as black as king, but black is beautiful. Oh my goodness. Black to be black is a beautiful thing. I know that we want to try to dumb down and, and shy away from colorism, but as a black man, I can say I love being black. I love standing and looking and being a beautiful black man. This is the season of Black people to arise and stand up and be proud of your skin color. I know that we try to put light images and we try to put different things on television. But what we need to see more of is positive black faces. We need to see positive black people on the screen we are not we are more than just ball players playing basketball we are more than just rappers rapping a lyric we are more than just wearing provocative clothing we are black and black is king i have to commend beyonce for standing And saying that black is beautiful, I have to commend the positive black images that we see in the midst of people trying to dumb down the black man and put down the black woman and try to stop the black boy and the black girl from being who they're called to be. But I want to encourage all of my black people and tell you that black is king. You are a black queen. You are a black king. That's who you're designed to be. So what I love about this message is that it shows us that our history is important. It shows us that black lives didn't begin in change, that we don't have to be labeled as slaves. But what I love is that We can say that one day we can overcome. Now, one of the things that Beyonce announced in Black is King, she said that one day you will meet yourself back where you started, but stronger. Now, one of the things that we understand is that Blacks in Africa were thriving before whites washed on the shores of our homeland. We understand that black as king is showing a message of pride. It is showing the emphasis of black life. It's showing the beautiful African royalty. It's showing all of these positive messages of being black in America. You see. What I also notice in Black is King is that. Black is King was showing the Lion King. But with black people instead of animals. You see Black is King. Gives us a picture. Of black Strength. It shows us the fierceness of our black people It's showing the rawness and the honesty of our black people It's showing the earthness of our people What I like about Black is King is that it's more than just a Beyonce show It's more than just a visual of her, but it is also showing the positivity of black people. I really recommend that you take the time to really watch the film of Blackest King because when you look at. Blackest King is showing blackness in many forms, is showing black women, is showing black men, is showing black children, black motherhood. They're showing black fatherhood, black past, black present and black future. There are several biblical references. One synquist borrows heavily on the life of Moses and then ones are showing other positive things and then we realize that black is king. So, how do we move forward in showing positive black images? How do we move forward? Well, we continue to go after black excellence 50 years ago when we look at the civil rights movement, when we look at Dr. King and Malcolm X and Ella Baker and Rosa Parks and Adam Clayton Powell, Thurgood Marshall, uh, Carter G. Woodson, W.E.B. Du Bois, Buck- Booker T. Washington, Sojourner Truth and Frederick Douglass, Harriet Tubman, all of these powerful black leaders was moving Towards black excellence. They were showing how as a people we must go towards black excellence. We cannot allow Jim Crow and Willie Lynch and all of the negative white powers that try to stop us. But we must continue on this journey of blackness. We must continue on this journey of positivity. We must continue on this positive message that we were shown in our history. Not only should we study black history in the month of February, but we must study our history every single day. Black History is going on every single day. We cannot allow the white supremacy to stop us, but we must show that black is king. Now. Here we are. 50 years later. Saying black is king. What will we say 50 years from now? What will they say about us 50 years from now? Because 50 years before, when we turn our clocks down to black history, we see that we saw Dr. King and all of the civil rights leaders. We saw all of the different people that try to abolish slavery. But now, 50 years later, we're saying black is king. But what will they say about us 50 years later? Will they say, wow, they dress so cool, but yet, They were not trying to build towards a better tomorrow. What will they say about us? Now here we are. We must build towards the future of our people. We must build a better tomorrow. We cannot try to just look like we're happy And our people are suffering. But as a black people, we must still keep marching ahead. As a black people, we must still keep fighting for a better tomorrow. As a black people, we must be educated. As a black people, we must be empowered. As a black people, we must be moving forward. As a black people, we still have to get our boys off of the streets. As a black people, we have to still keep fighting. As a black people, we must be marching and we must keep saying that black is king. We must say it loud that we are black and that we are proud. We must still keep the message of black excellence. It was... Marcus Garvey, who said in this closing quote, as I close, if we as a people realize the greatness from which we came from, we would be less likely to disrespect ourselves. I want to say that again. It was Marcus Garvey. He once said, if we as a people realize the greatness from which we came We would be less likely to disrespect ourselves. My black people. My black man. My black woman. My black child. My black boy. My black girl. You are somebody. You have to say to yourself. I am somebody. You may be broke. But I am somebody. You may be rich. But I am somebody. You may be single, I am somebody. You may be married, but I am somebody. You may be low, but I am somebody. You may be down and out, but I am somebody. Black is king. And then we can say like James Brown, say it loud. I'm black and I'm proud. Now, as I'm closing, I want to thank you so much. For listening to the Josh Cast, I want everyone to please subscribe to the Josh Cast. As you subscribe, you're going to come on here and come on a journey with me as we go further and learn together and see things together and study and reflect together. I want all of you to contact me and share with me your thoughts on. And your concerns and your agreements and disagreements with me as we journey together on this podcast. You can hit me up on Facebook, Twitter, and Snapchat. My name is the same on all three. J-O-S-H-U-A-S-H-E-R-R-O-N. You can hit me up on even Instagram. And you can also email me at J-O-S-H-U-A. S -S H-E-R-R-O-N-I-N-C. At gmail.com If you're enjoying these conversations and teachings, please let me know. To help push this message of the JoshCast, please donate to our cash app, dollar sign, J-O-S-H-S-H-E-R-R-O-N. Well, uh, I want everyone to always know, on the JoshCast, you will receive a gift that lasts.